What's up, everybody? This is Word of a Rebel. And as I promised on my podcast on Anchor, iTunes, and Spotify at Word of a Rebel, today we are going to speak about sexuality and the right of a person to have the autonomy and security of their body, the full dignity and control over what happens to their body. So, number one, we all recognize that every person living has the right to the dignity within their body. That that is an innate human right. You have the right and you are the dictator over what happens to your body and what does not happen to your body. And nobody has a right to infringe upon that right. Do we agree to that? I think yes. I'm pretty sure everybody will give me an amen on that. Yes, we all have the right to dignity within our body and to have control over what does and does not happen to our body. So before we begin this discussion, I had to make sure that we are all in agreement with that. So now that we are all of one accord, let's continue forward with the conversation. Because in my short episode on, as I mentioned, on iTunes, Spotify, and Anchor, I mentioned very clearly whenever I heard about the Cardi B situation, the scandal where she admitted to what she was doing, where she was drugging and robbing men, that she was drugging these men and then allowing um, someone um, who was actually male to do things to their body sexually, um, but lying to them and saying that it was a woman. Um, Some people were saying that they agreed with Cardi because Cardi said she only did it because the men she did this to were cheating on their significant others. Let me explain something to you. It doesn't matter. That, That relationship has nothing to do with Cardi or any of us. If that man is cheating, that is something that he needs to bring up and take up with his partner. But nobody has the right to go against your consent or to do anything to you while you are drugged or to falsify the identity of the person that you are laying with. I want to call your attention to a particular case in which a young woman uh, went to file rape charges against someone because when she went into um, this bedroom, she was supposed to be meeting her boyfriend there. Now, her boyfriend wasn't there, but his friend was. She did not know that. It was dark in the room. He didn't say anything to her. She went into the room, got cuddled up with someone that she thought was her boyfriend. She ended up having sex with the person. But whenever the lights were turned on, she realized that it was her boyfriend's friend. That is rape because she entered that space and consented to having sex with her boyfriend, not with the person who she ended up having sex with. And her boyfriend's friend thought it was funny. Bitch, you can get cut. You have a right to get cut. Matter of fact, let me hand her the knife so she can cut you. But let me explain something to y'all. Some people out here got double standards in their mind. Some people will go to war for this woman, but will not go to war for the men that Cardi B lied to and put into a situation where they were drugged and taken advantage of. If you're going to get mad at Bill Cosby, you got to get mad at Cardi. Bottom line, if you're going to get mad at R. Kelly, you got to get mad at Cardi. If you're going to get mad at Weinstein, you got to get mad at Cardi. Do you feel me right here? Because for me, I don't believe in double standards. 
if I'm going to say that something is not acceptable for a man to do it, it's not acceptable for a woman to do it. Because matter of fact, whenever I say something, 10 to 1, I'm going to tell you, this is not something that anybody should do. I don't even specify by gender. I'm like, out here in these streets, no, nobody has the right to violate your control and your rights over your body. That goes for being male or female. And it's not just about these adults in this situation, because see, all those situations that I just mentioned involved adults. But it's not just about the adults. Whenever I come out here and I say this firmly and with conviction, it is because there are children out here who are watching and listening to this conversation about rape culture and about sexual manipulation and sexual abuse. And they're listening to this and they're watching this and they are making the decision about whether or not to come forward and tell us that they are being abused. So whenever they watch this conversation, when a young man sees, well, if I was a girl, somebody would care. But since I'm a boy, nobody's going to care. So little dude is going to continue to allow himself to be abused without saying anything because society is telling him they don't care about what happens to his body because society is telling him that he has to accept sexual advances even if it's uncomfortable for him even if he's too young to be participating in such things even if he's younger than the person in question who's touching his body in a sexual manner no matter what kind of way he feels about it society is telling him he should be okay with it because he's male our society is saying we're not going to go to war for you because you're male now let's also take into account a situation where um it may be um, a female or a male assailant who is abusing this child. Society is telling this child that, especially if it's a woman, you definitely ain't gonna get no support. If the child is a male and the attacker is a female, society is saying, we're not gonna come to war for you. We're not gonna protect you. Think about the messages and, the, and, and what we're sending out to the community. You feel what I'm saying? Like, we do need to educate and inform and empower our young people as well as our adults. You have the right to make decisions about what does and does not happen to your body. And I want you to say this loud and clearly so that everybody can hear it. Make sure that every person that you come in contact with understands this because this is a real and imminent and widespread issue that needs to be addressed. Because I, I can tell you this much, especially when it pertains to children. A child is still trying to figure out what is normal and what is not normal. And so a child is not always aware that they're being abused. And they're not even aware that it's actually something that society would be opposed to. This is why these messages are so vitally important. Because in a situation where a child is receiving abuse, uh, a lot of the time they'll tell themselves, well, maybe this is what everybody deals with. Or maybe this is something that's not as bad as what I think it is. And they look to society to try to figure it out. That's why it is very, very important that we speak loud and clearly against any type of violation of a person's right and dignity to control their own body. In the next part of this conversation, we really have to touch on the conversation about um, judgment. Judgment of a person's so-called number. Um, let's talk about that mess because... I recall, like, as a teenager, it was a major point of conversation, um, as well as early adulthood, you know, 18, 19, 20 years old, that people were always in a conversation about somebody's number. Like, it was this real crucial element 
uh, especially when it pertains to a woman's body, right? So ladies, you know, we basically, whatever number we said, it was going to be too much regardless, right? You know, you could say three, dude was going to be tripping. Um, and so a lot of men were like, well, yeah, these women are telling the truth about their number. And the honest truth is, you know, as a teenager and as you know, a young adult, uh, a lot of the time women were lying about their number because dudes were tripping. On the other hand, when dude would say whatever his number was, most of the time women were just like, cool, whatever, unless it was like an absurd number. Like it really had to be like an absurd number. Like if he said something like he had like 15 girls in one year, it's like, well, why are you running through that many women? Like, why are you hopping around all the time? You know? Uh, and that was, that was, that would be an issue in that kind of situation. But, um, there was a lot of judgment. And once again, like I said, I do not like double standards. So, uh, whatever, you know, a woman is, uh, doing consensually with her body, um, should not be judged in a negative form. Now, if you personally have your own personal reservations and you would just prefer a certain, you know, number or whatever the hell, that's fine. But recognize chances are she may lie because of your personal opinion about her choices with her body. Um, this was reflected in a recent conversation where a particular um, couple were called uh, that, that prior to their relationship, that the woman was community vagina and the man was community dick. Now, I have an issue and I took issue with that term because let's think about it like this. That term, when you say something is community property or community whatever the hell, community pool, community park, community space, what that means is everybody in the community can use that space whenever they want to. That is the connotation of a phrase like community property, community park, community pool. It means everybody and anybody can get it, right? So whenever you attach that term to vagina and, you know, dick or whatever the hell, if you, I'm sorry if y'all have a problem with that word, but that was the term that was used in the conversation. But when that was used that way, basically it was, that's what it was saying to me and to one of the person in the conversation, the person who said it claimed that we took it the wrong way. No, we didn't take it the wrong way. That is what community property means. When you put community in front of it, it means any and everybody can get it. Now that was an unfair labeling. What the person actually meant whenever we pressed further was simply that they had both dated people within that circle and it was known that they had actually had interactions and hookups with other people in a particular circle not a small circle a pretty substantially sized circle but nevertheless that these are people who had access to uh relations with each other inside that circle right that doesn't make them community property community accessible what it makes them is normal functioning adults who had consensual sex with partners who consented to the sex. That's what it makes them. It makes them normal. And so that's something that I want to impress upon everybody because like I said, you have the right to say when you will have sex and when you will not have sex. You have the right to decide who you're going to have sex with and who you're not going to have sex with. That is your personal right. So, but that doesn't mean that I'm out here talking about free love, free sex anytime you want it. No, you still have to be healthy about it. You know, the, the sexual liberation movement a lot of the time forgets that it is possible to go into sex in an unhealthy manner. Number one, obviously, we could talk about protection because definitely you need to be using protection to protect your body physically, right? 
Well, that also goes with your spirit and your emotions. You do have to be restrictive about who you allow to have access to your body. You have to be selective and you have to make sure that the person is treating you in a respectable manner. Are they acting like they're using your body? Are they acting like you have to um, be accessible to them at all times? Are they trying to manipulate you through that? Then that's not a healthy sexual connection and you should not participate in it. Uh, I do believe that there is such a thing as having too many sexual partners in a certain time frame. Like if you're if you're really just running around out here syncing up with any old body, yeah, it is an unhealthy choice. But it's still your personal choice and you should not be judged for it. But if your personal sexual choices are negatively impacting you spiritually or physically, whatever the case may be, you have to recognize that some of your partners are going to be pushed off by that. Even if you lie about the number of sexual partners, even if you claim that you've only been with three people this year, but you've actually been with 15, you can say you've only been with three and that's fine. But what is your spirit causing you to do? How are you treating your partners? That's what's going to come and shine through whether or not you admit to your number. Because let's be honest. Let's think about it like this. Let's look at a person, whether male or female, and this person has had 10 sexual partners in the past year, okay? Um, which means, let's look at it, we got like 12 months, right? Okay. Um, so, are these repeat peoples? It's just one time. Okay, if it's just one time, that means that you're having conversation, connecting, and spending time with um, each of these individuals on a very short-term basis. You have no um, buildup of a connection, um, basically, you have a habit in this year of frivolous connection, empty connection, shallow connection. That's something that you've developed. You know, if you've never had a sustained relationship in this year, you're starting to develop a habit of disconnect. And disconnect with your partners leads to a disconnect with your body as well. Because I'm going to be honest with y'all, like it does start to build up a habit. And then whenever. You try to sync up with somebody who you want to be with longer term. You're not able to because you don't know how to. Because you develop this habit of disconnect with your sexual partners. And y'all can y'all can y'all can act like that's not true if y'all want to, but look at your situation. Look at look at the habits and the way that you connect with people. Let's think about it in terms of like friendships. If you're the type of person that can't sustain a friendship for longer than a year. You're probably not going to be able to magically, just magically do that. If you're the type of person who is not present and accounted for whenever your friends and family need you, you have a habit of not being present for people. If you have, if you, we've all got those friends in our circle who are just there for a good time. They, they never really want to be there for you when you need them to have, you know, when you, when you have something on your mind, they, they're not compassionate. They don't care when you're having it when you, it looks when it's obvious you're in grief or frustrated. They just don't care. They're disconnected, right? Well, if 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 that person has those types of friendships for a long enough time period, that becomes their habit, and so they're not going to have close friendships in their life because they've learned and developed a comfort with not having close friendships. Then whenever they start looking around and they're like, "Man, nobody's here for me when I need them." Well, that's why, because you've established that habit. That's a pattern for you. 
And it's the same thing with your sexual partners. So on the one hand, I do want you to understand that, let's say, for example, you're 30, right? And you've had uh, two sexual partners every year um, for the last 10 years. So that basically means you got 20 partners. That's not bad. Don't let nobody tell you that because I've heard some people be like, ooh, 20 partners, that's too much for a decade. Why? Really, why? You know what I'm saying? Um, also, especially if within those 20, um, there was a time frame where you were in a relationship. And so you do know how to maintain a sustained connection with somebody. Let's say you were with them for like three years. That means you had one sexual partner for those three years. That does show intimacy. That does show connection. You don't have bad habits of not being connected. That's what I'm saying. So whatever your number is, as long as everything you did was done in a healthy manner, where you and your partners were healed by, uplifted by, pleased by the encounter and everything connected to it, then it's fine. It is perfectly fine. But if you're looking at your sexual history and either yourself or some of your partners were mistreated, did not receive what they want, they were uncomfortable, something about it was disruptive or distractionary, then those are not healthy sexual connections. So on the one hand, I want to make sure y'all understand, yes, you do have the right to say who touches your body and who has access to it at any given time because it is your body first and foremost. And it doesn't, but on the other hand, you do want to make sure you're making healthy choices. And that goes for men and for women. And the men are the ones who, because of what society tells men about sexuality, men are often the ones who don't do healthy choices emotionally and spiritually when it comes to sex because they're socialized to believe that they're not having any emotional ramifications from sex but yes you are because we all have the right to have those frivolous sexual encounters sometimes but if you're not able to sync up with somebody sexually and actually have a connection with them there's something missing in your spirit and you fucking know it Excuse my language if you got a problem with it, but we having grown folk talk right now. So we've all seen that. If if a if a man or a woman is incapable of connecting and showing compassion and being intimate beyond just fucking, there's something missing. You ain't got that emotional center. You ain't got that solid foundation. That is real out here. Think about somebody in your circle who's always just running around just fucking this, fucking that, fucking this, fucking that. How do they operate in other areas of their life? Let's be real. Are they really able to sustain a connection and be compassionate and, and helpful to people? That doesn't mean you have to be monogamous. Open relationships are perfectly fine if everybody participating in it is fully informed. You can have an open relationship as long as all of the partners are fully informed about other partners being present in your, in, in your situation. Because as long as everybody's respected, and consensual to the to whatever the situation is there's I, I ain't got no problem with that I don't think anybody should have a problem with that anybody that's got a problem with your choices in relationships can take a step to the side but you have to make choices for your situation if you prefer monogamy that's what you need to accept only that if you prefer open relationships then cool do that as long as you're fully informing people if you in a monogamous relationship and you step out and cheat you better report back to your partner before you touch them again. Because once again, like I said, everybody needs to be fully informed. 
fully, fully informed. Yeah, you might lose what you got, but they deserve that respect from you. If you truly love that person, there's full disclosure, full and open informed disclosure. So I'm going to take it right back to where I started again, once again. There are no double standards when it comes to sexuality. You have every right to make every decision about who touches your body, when they touch your body, how they touch your body, what they do to your body. You have full, full consent over what you are willing to do to other people. If somebody's making demands for you to do something to them or to someone else that you're not comfortable with, you have the right to say no. It is your option to say yes or no because sex is supposed to be fun. Sex is supposed to be a space where you can feel like you trust your partner, that you trust everything that's going on. Because as soon as you trust your partner, then there ain't no limit to what you can do. The pleasure is going to be limitless because you already know you coming into this. You can be safe. You can let down boundaries. It is a beautiful thing. Anybody who's ever been in a romantic situation where they were truly able to be open and free sexually with their partner can tell you how good that feels. If if you think orgasm is good right now, let me tell you how much better it can be when you're in a fully trusting situation with a sexual partner. Man, that shit is limitless. And then the stuff that you get creative with and everything else, I'm telling y'all right now, man, that's real. And everybody deserves to have that kind of freedom and safety and comfort in exploring their sexuality and having as many orgasms as they want to have, when they want to have them, with who they want to have them. That is your right. Just as you have a right to be economically successful, just as you have a right to have equal access to education, equal access to exploring and being free in this world, you also have that freedom and that right within the sanctity of your body as it pertains to sexuality, as it pertains to your work environment, your home environment, your city environment, your rural area environment, whatever the case may be. Those are your rights. Affirm that and share that with everybody, especially with the children coming up. Make sure they understand that you have a right to say what does and does not happen to your body. And if anybody, anybody is abusing you in any way, shape, or form, if anybody is touching you sexually or under the age of 18, report their ass. Report them to whoever it is. Man, you know what? Hit me up on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, or YouTube at Word of a Rebel and leave me a message. Let me know what the hell's going on. I'll report their ass for you. And if you don't want me to report, if you just want to reach out and be like, look, what should I do? I'll give you some advice. But if you want to let me in on the situation, I look, I ain't got no qualms. I will call and report somebody because I will not. No double standard. I don't care if the person being being touched without consent is a boy or a girl, a man or a woman. If they'll be in touch without consent, your ass going your ass can't, your ass going to get cut. I will report your ass. I don't care who it is. And that's real. And that's how we all should operate. Because if you're going to go to war for one person, you have to go to war equally for every other person involved as well in this society. Go to war for one, go to war for all of them. Once again, this has been Word of a Rebel. Please hit me up on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter at Word of a Rebel. Let me know what your stories are, your stories of survival. If you got any questions, got any comments, please reach out to me. Hit me up so we can continue this conversation. Let's make sure that everybody has the right to freely expressing and experiencing this life and love and every part of it as we all deserve. Once again, this has been Word of a Rebel. Peace.